and um, ice and propping it up. And they said they wanted me to try to start walking, put a little weight on it, that that would help it in the long run. So, so we'll see. Just if my wife comes in, I need to know it so I can sit down in a hurry. Good evening and welcome to our what's the day? Today is uh, July the 24th. <laughs> yeah, 24th. You're not at that age yet, Mayor. Thank you all for being here tonight. As with all of our meetings, we start with the prayer and the pledge. And tonight I call on Commissioner Collins. Thank you, Madam Mayor. If you guys would join us in a word of prayer, I'm going to ask my Bishop Norris Allen if he would go to the podium and uh, bless us this afternoon. Bishop, how long have you been pastor? Uh, 44 years. 44 years? That is just fantastic. And 60. Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. That's great. All right, we talk about it. We come even as humble as we know how. We come because you is supreme power. We come because you is God at the side you dead Lord God. We come because you sit high on the throne of the heavens and you observe and you know everything, every move on earth. Because you're seated on high in the footstool of this earth. Where she bless this meeting this afternoon, this evening. We want to bless the uh, council that they transact the business of this city. We know that you know the future. We only know we cannot speak. But Father, whatever business is going to return tonight, it will be followed. Where she bless them that it be uh, in a way that it help and support the citizens of this city and this county and this Northwest Georgia. Father Almighty, tell Lord, bless you, bless and keep us, bless the mayor, bless each commissioner, bless you, bless each person that's connected with making this city a more better city than which we live. Bless you, bless us, Father. Overlook us, Father, because we need you. We need your guidance. We need your uh, power. We need everything that you got for us as a citizen of this community. Almighty tell God, we should bless you and keep us throughout this night. In the holy light, your name, and what's say amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Allen and Commissioner Collins for that tonight. Clerk, if you would, please call the roll. Mayor Stevenson. Here. Commissioner Cochran. Here. Bojo. Here. Beeman. Here. Dawes. Here. Quick. Here. Askew. Here. Collins. Here. Daniel. Here. Thank you. Okay, and I trust that each of you have had a chance to view our July 10th and July 20th um, minutes from our meetings and there were no additions or corrections and they will stand approved as common consent. There are no proclamations tonight. We do have two guests. Our first guest, Mr. Mark Swanson. You will give us your name and your address, please.
My name is Mark Swanson, and I live at 224 Rolling Wind Circle. I would like to play for you a small sample recording from the July 10, 2023 City Commission Caucus meeting. In this section, the commissioners and special counsel Chris Fox were having a discussion regarding actions around the ongoing ethics complaint against Commissioner Mark Cochran. I apologize to the audience in advance for some of the language used herein. deserves better. My preliminary review of the information available leaves little doubt that actions around the Cochrane Ethics investigation are deeply troubling at best. You should all be ashamed of your collected actions on this matter, all of you. And you should all apologize to the good people of the city of Rome for your collected behavior. Or it will be. Thank you. And now we have Ms. Shaylin Johnson. Ms. Johnson, if you would go Podium, give us your name and address. Madam Mayor, before we go to that, if I may, a point of personal privilege. Just a minute, uh, just a minute Commissioner. She's scheduled to speak. Let me let her speak, and then after that, just, I'll let you. One second before we move on from this. Johnson. Um, the 100 buildings that the city had bought. 
Um, and I am looking to try to see um, how I can help my organization um, become, I guess to say, come in this, um, come into this incubator um, in these offices. Um, so in just a little bit of history, um, the Northwest Georgia Minority Business Association was founded in 1986 um, by Doris Um as they had been around for 40 years, um, one of the largest dominating minority businesses associations in the state, and then, then following the Atlanta Business League. Um, we are looking to bring that back to the Northwest Georgia area. We are looking to promote and advocate for minority businesses here, um, all under age members, um, as a members only. However, what we're looking to do is to elevate these businesses, get them out of their homes, get them into offices. So when I heard about these incubators, I was thinking this will be a wonderful opportunity to create more opportunity for minorities um, as they are building their careers, as well as giving the Northwest Georgia Minority Business Association their own brick and mortar. That way we will be able to have what we need as we are excelling from that. <coughs> So, uh, good evening. Thanks for coming to join us. And so, you're referring to the, the purchase of 110 uh, Broad Street. And so, we have, time escapes me, but I know we've got some representatives here. And so, but we'd be happy to sit, uh, sit up a meeting with you to discuss. We've been working to try to get the shell of the building in place. Uh, last I heard, I think we were repointing some brick on a back wall so we could get to fix a roof leak. But um, it is um, envisioned to be, as you said, an incubator for um, all of Rome. And so I think it's going to be a pretty exciting project. Our downtown development authority, Ms. Andy Leslie, I don't know if you've met Andy, but um, she's out there. But I'd love to um, trade um, information so we could set up a meeting with you and chat some more. Absolutely. Yeah. Matter of fact, could I say something? I don't know if you're a member of the Rome Floyd Chamber. Um, Commissioner Collins and I, back when the COVID money uh, was coming out, we found that a lot of the minority businesses didn't have the proper payroll records and the, you know, the right accounting data in order to qualify for the money. And we were meeting at the chamber, and we, I recommended my background is um, at the technical school. We had an incubator there. But, um, I recommended, and, and Commissioner Collins agreed, that um, we have some kind of a focus on minority businesses. And so at that point in time, we didn't have the incubator concept. Um, I'm probably the... Well, I know I'm the oldest commissioner, but I was involved with the Rome, it was Greater Rome Chamber of Commerce back in 1978. I go way, way back. I chaired that board. Uh, they have so many services available, and then we have a small business. I'm actually working with an African American female 
buy a building for a restaurant, and I met with her at the SBD. All the resources is here are here. I, uh, we've got the best chamber, I think, in the state. I, um, I don't know if you know JJ. Uh, JJ's, you know, the chairman of the board this year, and um, it's incubator will come along, and it's a great resource. Absolutely, and I mean, I have spoken with the chamber. I, my business itself is part of the chamber, um, and I, I have nothing but great things to say about the chamber. However, um, I am restarting something that was here at the city prior. Um, I was going to say prior to the chamber, but however, I'm restarting something that was very similar. Um, and so what we're trying to do is locate our own brick and mortar. That way we're able to be a safer, um, a safe space for the minority community. And not saying that the chamber is not. However, we want to open up that door for people who may need more assistance that the chamber may be able, may or may not be able to provide. I would, if it's I a challenge. I, we, um, we had a lot, a lot of Hispanic-owned businesses, Latino businesses. Of Indians who own businesses, and starting up a business is a challenge, and so you need advice from people that have been there. Uh, the thing about the chamber, there's a great big umbrella. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, yellow, whatever. And uh, I'd, you know, I'd, I would build that relationship. Uh, if I may, Madam Mayor, follow that up. Uh, me and Craig. Uh, Commissioner McDaniel said on the community development when I think we embarked on this path of creating that building downtown, that right, Mr. Manager? That's correct. And uh, I think one of the things I heard him say was the focus would definitely be on minority businesses, the, the blacks, the Hispanics, et cetera. It's, uh, I was sharing with Ms. Island that, or Ms. Johnson, rather, that um, it is a great need for the opportunity for especially all the businesses that are right now operating out of their kitchens and living rooms, et cetera, is uh, hopefully this incubator could be the pathway to get them used to creating not only bank accounts but relationships with bankers and banks. Also, as I heard the superintendent, as he spoke on yesterday, such things as access to information, uh, not only through the community development office down there, but also through the Senate Commission as well as the Chamber. The, the situation that Ms. Allen brings to you tonight, Ms. Johnson, is the fact that she's talking about a Minority Business Association rebirth. The gentleman that prayed this evening is Norris Allen, is the founder and the co-founder. That sign that you see that's in the middle of Five Point up there is part of what we was able to get accomplished, not only with creating a, a network of businesses throughout this whole region, but also it was the opportunity to do just what this incubator was doing then. Uh, we are so blessed to have her to come back and say, we think it's time to revisit that and get this back off the ground. And I agree. Uh, me and Commissioner Eskew sat in on a meeting last week with them out there. And 
they seem like they're off to a great start. <clears throat> I agree with everything Commissioner McDaniel is saying about the chamber being a part of it. You cannot go wrong with that situation. Uh, <clears throat> if you walk in every door of all the successful minority businesses in this city of Rome, you'll see that chamber's seal in that window, that door as you walk in. They do a great number of things for you. <clears throat> the fact that uh, Mr. Manager and his team uh, come up with the idea to present us through community development for this incubator is, is a plus. So hopeful we're going to get this thing off the ground and running and make sure you get the information to them, just like you said, so y'all can set up a meeting with Miss Sunday them there and the community development lady and, and make this happen. Thank you. I could ask one more question, uh, and I want to ask: um, in the career in the uh, career academy, is there a pathway for entrepreneurship? Yeah, that the career academy is. Um, Floyd County has one. Rome City Schools has one, but students actually in high school get college credit, and. Um, <coughs> Finish the the high school. They, they can have credit. Partner them with the existing businesses, and they can find successful business practices. <coughs> I, I love your career academy, and I, a lot of the never going to go to college. They'll never go to a four-year college. So I'd, I'd also look at that opportunity. Follow through, Ms. Johnson. Thank you for being here tonight. May I ask one, just, one, just one quick question? Pretending to her because then I'm going to go. Yes, it, okay, it, it yes, is. Okay, he has a question. Well, I have her. a question for the city manager. Okay. It, you said envisioned as, a, as an incubator. It is going to be an incubator, correct? That's correct. Okay. Okay, Commissioner Collins. I was basically wanting to follow up behind what we just witnessed here this afternoon. <clears throat> a senior commissioner on this here commission, and as you heard, probably a whole lot of rumbling and some swaying and some hollering, et cetera. It's much not like this commission has probably seen in the past, and we act. I would be one of the first to apologize for what you had to listen to here this afternoon. The other thing is that, as you can probably see when we came out on the floor, we all have respect for each other and all do our very best to work uh, with each other to try to continue to move this here city forward. We don't only try, we actually do that. Again, uh, it was hard listening to that. Sometimes you have to go through things to get to where you're trying to get to. I think we learned a valuable lesson from the situation, and we'll move forward and go from there. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, and let me say this before we move on, too, that sometimes, you know, our friction is not bad friction. And if we know physics and whatever else it is, that we know that, that friction. 
A tie uses friction and move forward. Sometimes after, after friction, you can make some of your best decisions. So just remember, you know, we, we uh, do, yeah, there's some type of decorum that we should always have and that we, we, we should try our best to do our best. But we move forward and we keep it moving. And we're all here, we're all concerned with the best, you know, we want the best for the city of Rome and we're gonna do what it takes to get there. Thank you. Okay, we have no resolutions tonight, no first readings, no second readings. Nothing continued on first reading. We do have a number of public hearings tonight. Okay, if you will.
Okay, thank you, sir. At this time, I'll declare the public hearing open. Is there anyone here to speak of? Is there anyone here to speak in opposition of? Seeing no hearing, any, I will declare the public hearing closed. Madam Mayor, I would make a recommendation that we approve the rezoning, but I make the recommendation for denial on the special use permit. I have a motion on the floor. Do I have a second? Second. Do have any discussion? Yeah, just uh, I think I'm understanding Commissioner Quick's motion just to, for the rezoning, but that's only for the purpose of a uh, actual building of a home right, right. Uh, the reason that you don't see and have not seen any applications for any mobile homes placed in the city I think it is in fact not allowed in the city is that correct mr. clerk yes sir I believe it requires an SUP at best Bryce in any zone there's no zoning district that's allowed by right and normally when a situation like this happens, and if it does happen, you can't really say no to any other application that comes forward. I know that it seems as though those older mobile homes are there, and they're already in place, and this could possibly easily be done. But it's going to be a whole lot more of them if that door is open. That's pretty much right. Daniel, uh, Bryce, the um, now will this be an owner-occupied mobile home? Okay, the lot's not big enough for more than one mobile home, is it? Okay. How, how big does the lot have to be? You have to you, legally. You have to connect the sewer if you're within 300 feet of it for a mobile home, correct? And Bryce, the applicant to, did state that he's willing to build yes. a permanent structure yes, if the special use permit is denied. Okay. Just one more question. Um, we have mobile home parks in the city. And how long has it been since we've had a request for a mobile home park, a park or mobile homes in the city? Uh, individual mobile home. Any other questions? Okay, Commissioner. Price, uh, there's a difference between mobile homes and manufactured homes, and I'm curious if the ULDC will address uh, manufactured homes because I've seen some you would never know they were manufactured homes. They look like houses. This is a manufacturer. Not going to drive it in and drop it. This is not a mobile home. 
So, so if I could just help clarify, there's a motion on the floor to approve the rezoning, but not the SUP, which means he would only be allowed to build a stick-built house. Just make sure everybody understands the motion before you. Okay. My question to Mr. Clerk is, which one is it that our ordinance disallows? Is it the mobile home or the <coughs> manufactured house? Mobile home, trailer. Question was this this is two parcels um, and he's is he gonna merge them and build one house or is he going to is it is that second lot big enough to large enough to put another home on it? If he were to build what? a stick frame home, would he have thing? to come back and build it? So it's big and it's 60 feet wide. I don't mind. Okay. The, um, was this, were these two lots part of the um, mobile home park that's there um, that exists now? I don't think there was a great deal of discussion between the two. Get a discussion. Uh, Commissioner Quick, there, um, Bryce did mention that there was a condition placed on the placed on it too. The recommendation made is that should that be considered in the, the motion? When he mentioned it, that it should face the public right away. I, I don't understand the question. Yeah, they made a recommendation. Bryce, was it? Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Bryce, was yeah. it the recommendation that you made? In favor of this, or did I hear that? Any opposition from the uh, neighborhood? Actually, that's the call this court. Well, I don't mind a new home or a manufactured home. <laughs> yeah, the manufactured home. That's a different. That's a different animal. I think with the motion on the floor. Do you, do you know what the motion on the floor is, sir? <laughs> so do we not need to kind of set, if, if we vote for this manufactured home, um, I, I'm not going to vote for mobile homes. But, yeah, but I, um, I have a different Well, maybe that's what the planner was thinking that it was mobile home. It wasn't the difference, but manufacturing homes are different. 
that that would be correct. Um, yes. Um, mm -hmm. We need to have two separate votes. Uh, they are grouped here as as one. Help me out, uh, Mr. Attorney. Am I right? They're all under A. What do we? What would you say? Yes. Mm -hmm. I could amend my motion to separate the two. Could could I do that? Then one motion would be to approve the rezoning from light industrial to the residential. The other motion would be to deny the special use permit. So the first motion, I'll second. Thank you. That's yes, yes, and then, since there were two motions. Thank you, Mr. Attorney. Okay, we're going to be voting on the first motion only. Are we clear on that? May I ask one more question? Yeah, yes. Is the condition placed on the first motion or the second motion? <laughs> I would second the condition added to both. But manufactured homes, are, are you talking about literally the front door facing the right of way? These lots aren't wide enough to handle that. I mean, you can see the manufactured homes that are in this other picture. They're catty-cornered. If you do that, you essentially eliminate one lot in its entirety. It's up to y'all. I don't, I don't, you know, well, I might I, make motion. We, we, have, we do have a motion on the, we have a motion on the floor. Okay, we do have a motion on the floor. Does the motion have the condition? He, he, yes, he yes, said with the amendment. Mm -hmm. Just for the rezoning. The rezoning does not have a condition. Rezoning from? It's just basically going from light industrial to residential. But it does carry the condition that whatever's built there or put there has to face the right of way. No, it does not have a condition. Okay. Not with this motion. All right. Yes. Okay, thank you. Wait a minute. <laughs> Somebody restate the motion then because I thought I seconded. Second motion on the floor is to rezone from light industrial from light industrial to residential to match the surrounding that's area. That's all it is. For this that's one. all it is. That that's just the motion. Next one will be this. Are we clear? Mm -hmm. This is a rezoning. Okay, Mr. Clark. Yes, please. Call the roll. Commissioner Cochran. Yes. Joe? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Okay, that motion carries. Thank you. Now there was a part two. That's 128. The second portion of this property is the special use permit, and it basically was stated manufactured housing. I still will make the motion to deny the special use permit. I have a motion on the floor to deny. Do I have a second? Second. Any discussion? Are we going to place the condition on this the, the motion? Since it's a motion to deny, that, okay. that, right. that um, really doesn't... I stand corrected. Any other discussion? Yes. Clerk, please. Yes. Commissioner Cochran. 
No. No. Ojo? No. Demon? Yes. Alls? Yes. Quick? Yes. No. Collins? No. Daniel? I'd like to make a motion that we approve the special use permit with for the conditions. application. With no conditions. With no conditions? No conditions. Motion on the floor to approve with no conditions. Do I have a second? Second. I have a second. Do I have any discussion? So, no conditions. Would that allow for a mobile home? That would allow for a manufactured home. Yeah. Mobile homes aren't allowed, and it would not limit the person who places the manufactured home to force them to place it towards the right-of-way. Because as you can see in the other pictures, it, it is entirely possible that a manufactured home very well may have to be catty-cornered to actually fit on the lot. But this is just for manufactured home, right? Yes, sir. So a couple of questions for Bryce. One, Bryce, when's the last time we approved a manufactured home? And the second question is, we, we passed this motion now, the next time someone wants to place a manufactured home, they're going to say, well, you, you allowed this manufactured home. Now you've got to allow mine. You don't have to. You don't have to, but. That's the point. You've got a road full of them. But what if it were, there were homes? Would we flip it and say no? I would. But but he did say, Commissioner Dawes, I think the clerk said, this is a law been in effect since 96? No, I think. Adopted. How many years ago that's been? 2000 or 2001. I can never remember. And would you say that manufactured homes have changed a great deal? Yes. They have, but the city of Rome has historically frowned on manufactured homes in the city. We're also in a triage condition where we desperately need housing. You don't worry about if you're going to eat a hamburger tomorrow if you're having a heart attack at the moment. We need houses. Well, I would say you should say we need manufactured homes because a house is a whole, another thing. I would disagree with you, and I'm sure a lot of people who currently live in them now would completely disagree with you. I, I think that that's probably what we're saying, Jamie. We do need manufactured houses. Some, in some instances, that's all a, a person can afford at this point in time. Right. I, I'm just saying that the law might be adequate. It just might be too old for the system. That's all I'm saying. You got to give some people a chance. I agree. I agree, but I just. Uh, I mean, I, I guess all I'm saying is that's why right. mobile homes and manufacturers' homes came about. 
it fit it fits somebody's budget. I just think in the past we've had what I could call high standards and this is a little bit different. Madam Mayor, I call for the vote. Yeah, we do have make sure that I just want to make sure that I'm clear that the manufactured homes that, that they can be brought in and the foundation can be built around it. Is that how they bring them in? Is that it? Okay. In the discussion, will you repeat the motion, please? Thank you. Motion on the floor is to approve the special use permit request for a manufactured home, and there are no conditions attached to that motion. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Ojo? No. No. Doss? No. Quick? No. Ask you. Yes. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Thank you, sir. At this time, I'll declare the public hearing open. Is there anyone here to speak in favor of? Is there anyone here to speak in opposition of? Seeing nor hearing any, I will declare the public hearing closed. I would make a recommendation that we approve this request with 
One, a stip one stipulation that it is exactly the way that the architectural renderings were presented and that the models that were used as a representation would be the models that were built. Motion and a second on the floor to have any discussion. I just, I just want to make sure that what the pictures represented right here were what we're going to see up there. So, so what, what do you estimate? Sorry, if you would go to the podium, please. Give us your give us your name and address. Bryce, when is the last time that we actually put architectural standards and stipulations on a, on a zoning? Materiality happens, architectural design? Okay. So would you be okay with approved as submitted? I'll modify the motion to approve as submitted. Point of order. If he was, if he showed apartments, a certain kind of apartments, that's part of his submission, right? Right. So in order for him to <clears throat> build there, he would have to build according to what he submitted. Right. That's a, that's a dangerous precedent, guys. <clears throat> I mean, I, what I'm looking at is, is, it's the precedent is that if he presents a plan and that plan is uh, accompanied by in his submission duplexes that look a certain way and then he comes in and he modifies that to something that's totally unacceptable then we we we've, we've actually hurt ourselves a whole lot more than if we we don't. We, we, you're correct. We do, but it puts us in the uneven pool. I mean, I understand that, but at the same time, um, like I said, you submitted the the, um, the pictures. You're you're the one that did that. It, that's part of your submission that you would build. And that was that was part of what you you submitted to be built. I'm not, I, and I don't have a problem with you building duplexes on on Ross Street. What I'm looking at is that you submitted a plan for a special use permit to get those those duplexes, 
and then you come up and say, but I won't be able to build what I've submitted. If, if I'm correct, right, there's only special use for one of the lots, correct? The whole Mr. Parcel, uh, there are parcels numbered ending in 120 and 121. There are two, uh, yeah. Well, that's what's here. <laughs> Bri Bryce, is it all right? Is it all right if the commissioner say or uh, the owner say this is just a concept? Yeah, we know Raw Street well. Is that okay? Commission, I don't. I think it's overreach. Uh, we don't do this with individual single-family homes. When a It puts the commissioner ask you to your point and I'm not I don't necessarily disagree with you but it puts the commission in the unenviable position of deciding what's proper aesthetics but it and puts us in that position because of what he submitted I, I, I agree with you if he wants to if we if you want to table this and let him resubmit it or whatever I don't have a problem with that but what I'm saying is if we start allowing people to submit a plan and then get into the into this meeting and say but that's not what i'm going to do then i mean and this these were part of his plan they, they were not they're not something that i came up with in my head this was part of his plan if he wants to withdraw and resubmit that's fine i just don't want us to get to the point where we're um allowing people to come in and change their their um their ideas after they've i mean because the special a special use permit can be used for anything. Well, and I, I, if he not, changes yeah. what he's what he's saying, then it becomes a problem. Sure. And, I, and once again, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with your concept, but part of the reason that this happens is um, for for a, a gentleman like Mr. Morgan, he has to pay up front for plans and specifications and everything, and do the upfront legwork and spend a significant amount of money before anything's ever approved and that needs some work in this body and hopefully the new ULDC will, will account for that in, in some shape, form or fashion. But I, but I, I, don't, I do see what you're saying. Build hmm. duplexes. What you get ready to build, he knows the ULDC and what's required and what's not. I, I don't ever think it's wrong. That, that is actually part of the language in the summary of what he submitted. Right. It's just a concept. Well, that's not what. No, I understand that's not what was said. I'm, I'm just going by. But I'm reading it right I, and, here. And, and give me, I don't, I don't have a problem with you building duplexes.
like you said, I don't have a problem with the duplexes. That's that's not the issue. But when you when you um, when he makes his motion and it's and in, in the middle of the motion you say, wait. I a was minute. just looking at the floor plans <laughs> and everything that were intricate details in this, and I thought that was what it was going to be. Mayor, can, can you restate the motion, please? I believe the motion is to uh, approve the SUP with the condition that the structure uh, be uh, constructed according to the plan submitted. Give a second. Okay, Commissioner Dowsley, are you satisfied with that? I am. Any other discussion? Here, none. Mr. Clark, if you would please call the roll. Mr. Cochran? No. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? No. Quick? No. Askew? Yes. Collins? No. Daniel? I would like to make a motion that we approve um, the plan as submitted. Motion to approve the plan as submitted. Do I have a second? Second. I have a second. Do I have any discussion? That means that <clears throat> this language here says the application requests a special use permit for the property to allow for duplex residential development after the rezoning of the partial will be subdivided to allow for one structure with two units per partial. There's no stipulations on what kind of anything kind other than the fact it's saying that it's a duplex. And then he got to take that to Bryce when, he get, when they get them drawn up. And if it ain't a duplex, Bryce Gonson can't fly. That's all, that's all it is. That's what it should be. And, and the only problem with, with that I have with that is there are two parcels, and he wants to use, he wants to build three duplexes. Am I right? Yeah. One, it's Any other discussion? Clark, if you would, please call the roll. Mr. Cochran? Yes. Joe? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Alls? Yes. Quick? Yes. Ask you? No. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Madam Mayor? Yes. Madam Speaker? Mr. Morgan, I know what you, you made a comment a little while ago about anything you did on Roth Street would be an improvement. Those people up there are doing the best they can do. I'm sorry. I, sir, I'm sorry.
I have no question that you will do a great job up there. But just remember, those people up there are trying to make a living too. That's true. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Madam uh, Mayor. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. At this time, I'll declare the public hearing open. Do I have anyone here to speak in favor of? Okay. Just, okay, just a minute. Okay. Do, you have, do I have anyone here to speak in opposition of? Okay, ma'am, if you would go to the podium, give us your name and address. You have up to 10 minutes. Bryce, can you fix that picture so we can see? Thank you. Okay. I'll declare the public hearing closed. At this time, I'll entertain a motion. I'll make a motion that we approve the request to rezone from community commercial to high-density traditional residential for the property at 1120 East 2nd Avenue. Second. Motion and a second. Is there any discussion? I'm going to need to recuse myself from this because my wife and I actually worked at that property once lovely. Clerk, if you would, please call the roll. Commissioner Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Yes. Quick? Yes. Yes. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Motion carries. Street, 
Thank you, sir. At this time, I'll declare the public hearing open. Is there anyone here to speak in favor of? Anyone here to speak in opposition of? Sir, if you would go to the podium, give us your name. Each side will have up to 10 minutes. And so you may want to save some of your time for rebuttal if so. Give us your name and address, please. Only used a minute, sir. Okay. You speak in favor of? Yes, okay, yes, sir. If you would go to the podium and give us your name and your address, please. I said, 
rose, 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 rose. That's, all, that's about all I wanted to say, but I'm going to add a few things. First of all, I'm not against what a man is trying to recommend for changing the zoning. Uh, I am just continually concerned about road conditions. But I'm excited to say to you all, because y'all are the ones that have implemented this, uh, I understand many things are in the works. We've had surveyors out there like crazy for the last couple of weeks. We've had uh, engineers looking at this and looking at that, and we've been told by a reliable source that in favor of
do that. Typically within the city of Rome, local streets do not have sidewalks, but um, we're going to try to at least put that as an alternate in the project so that if we can find a way to afford and allow sidewalks to be built on that, um, that may be another project. Yeah, so if you have any questions, I'll be glad to answer Thank you, sir. May I ask him a question? Thank you. Uh, there was, is some time left for rebuttal. Okay, and I did see a hand or two for in opposition up. If you'd like to come to the podium, give us your name and your address.
need each other. But rather, we both don't get things for wrong. We both provide quality housing that are we are in need of. But at the same time, I would say proudly for my parents and everybody else that travels that road. I'm afraid that it's a, it's a current condition of the North Raleigh Extension being addressed before construction begins that the worst will happen. I thank you for allowing me to speak, but I think we all agree that safety like this should be our top priority. Thank you. Okay. Any other opposition? I'll declare the public hearing closed. At this time, Mr. Commissioner, I'll entertain a motion. I make a motion we approve the request to rezone from the high density traditional residential, suburban residential to multifamily res residential for the properties listed, and utilizing also the staff recommendations. Motion, do I have a second? What precisely are the staff recommendations? I have a motion and I do have a second. Okay, open to discussion. Commissioner McDaniel. I think back in January we had a project uh, and there was a discussion about the river zone. Fire marshal, um, I think, had stated uh, in order to get fire trucks up and down that road, it needed to be at least a <laughs> That's the second time. That's surprising. Discussion from anyone on my right? I would just like to, uh, since uh, Miss Odell Whittle's daughter came up, to uh, take this time out because I served with Odell while he was at Rome City and running our transit department, probably rode that bus a bunch of times, going to that West Rome school out there and under his direction, did a really fantastic job. And I didn't know if I ever got a chance to tell you uh, other than tonight, I appreciate it from this here chair that uh, I am and we are with the city of Rome for the fine job that you've done for us. Thank you, sir. All right. I think um, from what I'm hearing, there's going to be a good coordinated effort to make sure all is done to the best it can possibly be done through not only the developer, but also the city public works. And I think everybody together is going to make sure this road is exactly what you're looking for. Well, what I would just tell you, y'all, if y'all heard Mr. Harden, they're they're shooting to have a preliminary set of drawings in, and 
August, and so until we get to that stage, we really can't. I mean, it's just it's just speculation, I guess, at this point. So it's hard to say. Theoretically, yes. Mr. Stovall, what what I'm sorry, thank you. Um, what is your construction schedule if if this were to be approved tonight? Anyone else on my left? Commissioner Doss. So, uh, Bryce, you said this came to the city with a 4-4 split, no recommendation. And I'm curious because when the city commission has a 4-4 split, it's the same as a no vote. So I'm just curious, would that be considered a no vote or no recommendation? Madam Mayor, um, I do have a concern because any time that you increase, like there's additional houses that are there now and the streets have not been addressed, but yet and still there's going to be development and they're not safe. So I understand her passion and I understand her concern because I too went through this. So why are we not including the road, the road improvements or the widening or making them safe why we want to add additional housing. I, I just don't understand that. Mr. Harden, I'm sorry, yeah, thank you. Optimistically, if you were to get your construction documents out by August, when, what is the most optimistic finish date? What is the most pessimistic finish date? And we do have the money set aside for this year, correct? Okay, thank you. So my only comment is I would strongly encourage you to build the sidewalk because if you don't build the sidewalk on that little road, people, when you finish building all these homes, you're going to have people on the street. They're going to be walking into town, and it, I would much rather see a sidewalk. Then we need to tell ourselves to tell them to build a sidewalk. We're the ones who decide that. If we want to allocate the money for a sidewalk, then let's allocate the money for a sidewalk. That can be done. Yeah. Well, we control the purse strings, absolutely. 
Any other discussion? I, I just concerned a little bit about what <clears throat> Commissioner McDaniel said earlier that we was talking about the roads being wide enough, and now we're not talking about it. I think the minutes will reflect that back in January, that was one of the things we talked about, not being safe enough for fire trucks, et cetera. <clears throat> but yet and still, this gentleman got plans in his hand, just going ahead with the roads in their current condition. Any comment, Mr. Manager? Yes, sir. I would tell you that um, I've not seen any preliminary plans yet, so I'm not exactly sure what Chuck's working on, but um, I will obviously be um, working with our engineer and our public works director to um, look at those because I know we've got an upcoming meeting to talk about the sidewalk piece. Let me make so. sure I'm clear. You are working with the roads right now. Would you go to the podium, please? You are looking at plans for the, how this road might turn out now? Oh, yeah. And you've been consulted with the engineering department and the public works? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been Thank so, you. No, thank you. That's all I want to know. I think it would be a good Christmas present for Mr. Evans, and we won't have to hear him all the roads no more. <laughs> <laughs> Get it fish. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I could ask one more question, then I'll shut up, and I promise. Part of any of that development on that roadway there, that the road was too narrow for fire trucks to get in and out. So, anytime you get an application, we send it out to all the departments, including the fire marshal, and they, they have a chance to comment. So, it's my understanding we did not get a comment back for this application. Uh, road work that we talked to the uh, fire marshal. I think previous. The Previous application. The previous application where it was actually a, a subdivision had 25 foot wide roads. When it was resubmitted as an apartment complex, it went back down to 24 foot wide roads, which is one of the questions I asked that night. The infamous. Yeah, the discussion. So is it, I'm still confused, is it wide enough for a fire truck to get through? We still don't know. That's what we said. Well, we'll, we'll make sure they talk with, with the fire marshal to get clarification. And then if something needs to be adjusted, then they can get with the SEC, the ones that are doing the thing. And that could, that's, I think, and that will solve that. We'll listen to what uh, the fire marshal's recommendation is because the fire trucks will have to be able to, they will have access to that so then if we need to change something we can change so that's something that, we, that needs to be done make sure that everybody is safe 
Yes, ma'am. If you would go to the podium, if you have a question for me, please, ma'am. Give us your name and address. Okay. Twenty-four feet wide, right? Mr. Manager, question for you, sir. Would you, after hearing that, would you consider that be a uh, not only just a hazard, but possibly a uh, situation that could put citizens in harm way and something that we might want to immediately tackle? What I would tell you, Commissioner Collins, is we have we are a community established in 1834. Yes, sir. And we've got a lot of narrow, narrow streets and roads in our community. And if money were no object, we would we'd go widen every single road and bring it up to modern day standards. And so, what I would tell you is, when you guys did the last rezoning, we took that as our message to get going. And that's why Southern Engineering is as far along as they are at this point. So I, I see it as a hurry up, and that's why we are where we are. So my goal is to get it get it safe as soon as possible because, again, this is a lot of residential, and we're a community with a flag saying we want to grow. And so uh, we got to bring our end of the deal to the table. And so we got to get the roads fixed. I just underway. With us constantly adding more and more homes out there, and then constantly hearing crowds from that community, I would appreciate if we could get in a hurry and get it done. So no, no pressure, Chuck Harden. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Any other discussion? There, there is a motion on the floor. 
Could he restate Aye. the motion, please? <laughs> motion is to approve the rezoning uh, subject to the staff recommendation regarding setbacks and buffers. Hold on one second. Is nothing with Rose included in the motion? We're doing the. It's not part of the rezone. We're doing the ZQ president. I just thought maybe conditions could be added to that. <laughs> and that not possible. Would not be appropriate. They're already. I mean, the road pro okay, the road project's underway. Yeah. Separate. Thank you. Fire you would. Commissioner Cochran. Yes. Ojo. Yes. No. Alls. Yes. Quick. Yes. Askew. Yes. Collins. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Motion carries. Thank you, sir. Advice. We appreciate you. Okay. Um, now we have that our um, public hearing. Okay. Uh, this evening we will hold our third and final requirement for a public hearing to set the 20, 2023 millage rate for the city of Rome in the city, Rome City School. In 2022, 2022 rate, the city of Rome M&O was at 8.0. The proposed rate for the city of Rome M&O will go to 7.8. City capital was at 1.826. City capital will go to 1.8. The Rome City School is at 1725 in 2022. The Rome City School will go from that 1725 to 16.85. These rates represent a 2.3 decrease in our millage rate. And Mr. Manager, would you do me the honors of doing the example there on the bottom of that page? Absolutely. Thank you, Commissioner. And, and the example that we have given for this exercise is a home in the city with a value of 150000 assuming no exemptions, since we all know those vary from neighbor to neighbor, based on the new millage rate of 26.45 as compared to uh, the, the previous year, you're going to have a decrease of about $37. And so, again, we did not go to the rollback rate, but we are indeed decreasing the millage rates. And so it is a tax cut to the extent of the portion that we can control. Um, Mr. Director, do you think you need to explain anything to the superintendent about the school rate and how it is and why it is like that? I just say that uh, our superintendent is smiling because they're getting uh, an increase in revenues. And so that's two thumbs that's, way up. That's what I wanted to hear. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Manager. Certainly. And it, uh, that's what I present, Madam thank Mayor. You. At this time, I'll, I'll declare the public hearing um, open. Do I have anyone here to speak in favor of? Do I have anyone here to speak in opposition of? Just a minute, you'll have to go to the podium. Okay. To the podium. 
Is this in opposition of? I'm asking. That's a question that we even asked at our last joint service meeting when we were presented with this. So we asked that they would make that, that we would come up with something that everyone could understand that we could. So some, there, there are many of us that are just as confused as you are. So we, we, yeah, we have asked for clarity to come up with something so that uh, the citizens will have clarity on what the ta you know, how the taxes are made and going forward with. But uh, and I would, Mr. Manager, if you want, yeah, yeah you want to help just, me out, please. Well, thanks. just the the thing that I would add, Floyd County Tax Assessor. They are mandated by the state to place a value to assess all the properties. And is that based on something that was passed through by the legislature? Yes. Correct. They, they are. I'm just making sure. I'm yes. Yes. So they're so they are a local a local entity. Okay. And but but I say that that they are carried out they are carrying out a duty as mandated through the Constitution. We as the city of Rome, we have no control over what your home is the assessed value. What this body controls is the millage rates. And so therein is part of the confusion. As you said, there's different entities. One of the differences between us and our friends at Floyd County, Floyd County School Board sets their own millage rate. Rome City Schools does not have that ability. The Rome City Commission sets the rate. So that's why I'm before you tonight, city MO, the capital tax, and then the school MO, those are the three millage rates that this body has the purview to set. And so we don't control assess value, but to the extent that we can help with taxes, each of these rates has been rolled back to an extent. And so there, therein is, is our pledge as we hear you. We've heard a lot of folks complain about the new assessments. Nobody wants to pay more in taxes. I've never met anyone to tell me, please charge me more, but we all want the services. And so therein lies the challenge of, of our job. Absolutely. And the last thing I would mention too for anyone sitting out here, please put in your home side exceptions. Because that saves you a little bit of time change. Yes. Absolutely. Great advice. Okay. Thank you. Okay, now hearing no one in opposition of, nor hearing anybody in favor of, I will declare the public hearing closed.
That was that was our third of the three required public hearings mm -hmm. regarding our tax increase. Now the next step is to hold an additional public hearing for the actual adoption of the millage rate. Okay. File against not to understand it. You did a great deal of good. And I don't know if anybody heard you out there, but the homestead exemption uh, has been encouraged for you to call the tax office and see if you qualify and get qualified. It does save you a lot of money, so thank you. Correct. You know a whole lot more about this than probably we do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Madam Mayor. Yeah, well, at this time, I'll declare this is for the resolution, public hearing for the tax resolution. I'll declare the public hearing open. Do I have anyone here to speak in favor of? Do I have anyone here to speak in opposition of? Hearing or seeing any, I will declare the public hearing closed. Now, Mr. Commissioner, I'll entertain a motion. A resolution for the purpose of imposing and levying a tax upon the value of all properties within the city of Rome to establish a tax rate for 2023 to provide for the interest at the rate of 7.5% per annual on the unpaid portion. The amount of interest charged is determined by the Fed federal prime rate plus 3%. This annual rate will change when the Federal Reserve announced the new prime rate each January to provide for collection and for other purposes. Be it resolved by the Rome City Commission, and it is resolved by the authority of the same that the city taxes for the year 2023 shall be and are hereby imposed and levied in the total amount of 26.45 on $1,000 with distribution as followed. You, do I need to go ahead with all that? You don't have to read it all. I make that motion. Okay, thank you. I have a motion and I have a second. I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Hearing none, Mr. I, Clark. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I won't have to jump in here. Tony, may I ask you some questions, please? Okay, so what is our current uh, balance in, for the lack of better terms, our rainy day fund? Mm-hmm. And in and, and, and capital. Yep, uh, Tony, if you go to the podium. Well, however we <laughs> separate those two out. Rainy day fund. Sure. Sure. But when, when we're when we're audited, it usually comes up that's around twenty nine or thirty. That's what I just gave you. That's okay. The okay.
Is that part of the reason we're low? Yes. Okay. So, so here's just a general question to, to the commissioners. If we are at the end of the year sitting around high 20s, 28, $29 million, um, and GMA says a good, a good core practice is to have between two to six months of reserves. Sure, most, but it, most municipalities, their end of year is June 30th, so they're at their lowest when they have their end of year, and we are at our highest. Correct, and we're, we're a little bit unusual because of the, the, the school board, but if we were to borrow taxes, which I'm sure all of our, what I'm getting at is we have a substantial sum of money sitting to the side. The taxpayers have given us that money with the anticipation that certainly we're going to put some of it to the side but that they are going to receive services for anything in excess of what we don't need. And my question is, is $29 million where we should be at? And if not, are we going to take that amount of money and provide services to the citizens, or are we going to lower the property tax millage rate to the point where we can get it down to a reasonable portion where the citizens have not paid so much money into our coffers that they're not getting any benefit from. It's just as it knows, we have lost money in the last couple of years. Um, things are more expensive, mm -hmm. so we have decreased that end of year balance. And, and citizens have lost money as well. Is that is that fair to say? Well, I mean, it's it's hard for everybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody's spending more. Yes. So so we have a grand opportunity at this point in time to take our millage rate and cut it back to the point where we are providing a reasonable amount of relief to our citizens while not jeopardizing the amount of money that the Rome, city of Rome needs set aside to operate in, in bad times. We did budget a deficit this year as well in general terms. Okay. But But, but at the end of the day, if we were to cut the millage rate, as is proposed right now, in half, we would lose $6 million, roughly, Where seven, would that seven, be seven million dollars. So, Mayor, um, I would say that uh, Tony is not the right person to ask these questions, that these are questions for either the city manager or the finance committee. And, finance uh, committee. Well, with that being said, let me ask Mr. Manager. Well, it's a good thing they're both here. Mr. Manager. Certainly. Is it an opportunity that is, I guess, a high priority, should be for all citizens, that we could probably do a, a half-a-day retreat, et cetera, and make this be the topic? Absolutely. I, I would think probably given some time, uh, Commissioner Dawson and Commissioner McDaniel, that it'd probably be a good time while we're sitting high and, and to, to do such as that. Maybe we could talk about it. All right. Good with me. 
it's a, it's a substantial sum of money, and I don't mean to seem flippant with it, but at the same time, the people that we collect it from, it's also a substantial sum of money from them. And if we're not providing them services for the money they've given us to provide services for, or we're holding excess amount of money that we don't necessarily need to hold excess for, and I'm speaking to whomever I need to speak to at the moment, <coughs> um, that is something that we as a commission sincerely need to look at and consider. We can I, a point of order. I just think this is a finance committee discussion that we need to have. Well, I just said we we can send this to finance, but we can also talk about this at our fall retreat. Well, yeah, this is not a matter that was on the agenda. I think we need to discuss it at finance committee. That's fine. So does that mean we table it? No, no. I said, being the finance chair, we just I just asked the manager, could he set aside some time that we could do a small retreat? We got some other topics that we possibly need to talk about and, and and i think that'll be a good thing for all citizens if we can pull that off great no no it's open to you. adopting a millage rate tonight uh i don't think so without checking with the county it's a pretty tight schedule to get the digest approved by the state of georgia and get tax bills mailed so there's no anticipation of a delay i, I but i can't say how much? Yeah. So, so Tony does a great job with our finance department. We're very fortunate to have her as our director, and I want to thank you. It's evidence of with that kind of general fund that she does a great job, and mm. she has a great job answering all the questions that we, we bring forth. And thank you so very much, Tony, for this year. Uh, rollback, you and the manager, for the fine job that you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Okay, we do have a motion on the floor. And at this time, um, Mr. Cochran, if you will, please call the roll. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Cochran? No. Yes. Demon? Yes. 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 Ask you? Yes. Collins? Yes. Daniel? Yes. Thank you. Okay, motion carried. But we can't have a further discussion. Just this can be a part of the discussion. Finance uh, committee. Thank you. Okay, at this time we'll go into our reports. Mr. Clark? No report, Madam Mayor. Okay, Mr. Manager? No report, Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Mr. Attorney? Uh, Here we go. Okay.
So moved. Okay, I have a motion to second. Okay, do I have any discussion? Yes. Mr. Attorney, without this agreement from the city passing, it is true that this goes back to a five year splash. What I'm getting at, especially being chair of finance and looking over, this conversation is more for the Mr. Manager as well as well as this commission. These agreements that are coming out of the splash for consideration for being voted on. I shared some of the conversation with the manager that it's nothing, it appears in a significant manner that's being spent on city challenge areas whether it be parks, whether it be such things like the Fielder Center, or Anna K. Davis Gym, there was a proposal for <clears throat> a family fun, fun park having everything to do with water this time around that could have been probably shared by every city and county residents. But instead, what we're being asked to approve is about six to eight splash pads in the county, which has <clears throat> Only about two to three percent participation from other challenge kids around the city. And then where there are such allocations in the seventeenth splash it a half a million dollars for trails, etc. There was only about $50,000 for all your 
city parks is enjoyed by your challenge kids as well as families. And it seemed like the cycle goes over and over. Every five years, it's the same thing. This year, it was asked for allocations or funds to be allowed it for a subdivision that was out in the Chilio Hills area. And then we have to set on this commission as commissioners and be told by a certain segment of challenged people that we were snugged again. And I would just say to some of the commissioners that don't get that talk, that it's hard to suffer. It's hard to have the conversations. It's not a commissioner up here that don't want to see Rome progress and move forward. But we all would love to be moving forward all together. Hold it right there for a minute if you would. Disagreement Commissioners is more in line, I think, with what the county expects. Us just to rubber stamp it and send it right back over to them. But if you think about it, for the young folks, they're getting splash pads and they're getting artificial turf on their fields. I don't see I don't see anything special up there for our young folks. Any comment, Mr. Manager? So, uh, Commissioner Collins, I, I hear your um, concerns, and I guess from from my perspective, the the choice of going through the the citizens' advisory committee, where we selected and put community representatives and delegates, and tried to have a committee that represents the the look and feel of our community, and so. 
we when we talk about parks specifically, we didn't um, we didn't see other than the Eagle Park. We got five hundred fifty thousand allocated. Um, different than the county, we had as a city had spent I think Tony maybe one point eight one point nine million out of ARPA funds, and so coming off of that, I don't think that. There, there wasn't a huge, I guess, gaping hole or need that we heard from out of Parks and Rec. And so um, in terms of, you know, why wasn't there a, a specific city park ask, I guess, based on the ARPA investments, I, don't, I just don't think there was anything, um, at least that I can recall, that was discussed. You say coming out of the Parks and Rec. Yes, sir. Do you, because you lobbies for the city mainly when it and the department heads for the different allocations as part of the splash funds do you do take your direction from the commissioners when it comes to that uh, I'm not sure I heard the first part of your comments commissioner I'm sorry do you out you allocate for the things that the city put on the splash well Absolutely. But somehow Chulio Hills just did not make it? Chulio, um, and I think you and I may have discussed this, the Chulio Hills conversation we had taken to uh, Commissioner Bojo, uh, who chairs Water and Sewer Committee, I think that was back in April, and the conversation was uh, we had we had a we had a look at it from staff. We actually had inside engineering do some study for that. We referred that to the SPLOS committee. And so our water and sewer staff actually presented that, um, that project along with the other projects to the, the SPLOS committee. And that project did not gain ground. I mean, we, we, when we looked at the return on investment from a, an internal perspective, it's just one of those that it doesn't make business sense. That's not to say the city commission can't, y'all could vote tonight if you want to tell us to go and install sewer, then we're going to figure out how to go get it done. But looking at the enterprise fund, it didn't make sense, and then that's what led it to the SPLOS committee. And then um, as we talked, I think, last week, my understanding is we will refer it back to the Water and Sewer Committee since SPLOS uh, turned that project down for reconsideration. I could ask a question. You use the term challenged people. <clears throat> what define challenged people for me? Are you talking about? I would say, no, I would just say uh, underprivileged because you can't put a color on the city residents that's kind of disparity. Is if, if you're up here and then you got some that's down here, et cetera. And <clears throat> I'm advocating for all the kids. And to me, it seems as though when you throw out things that could entertain the opportunity for all the kids to be a part of, out of what should be a special uh, use splash here then and narrow it down to 
certain segments of the community, like in the county dealing with splash pads, some of those kids does not get to participate. But that's the way the process works. We have healthy discussions tonight in school superintendent. I think it's the third or fourth time we've had a very healthy discussion about uh, bonds for um, We weren't talking about bonds for white kids or black kids or Hispanic kids. We're talking about students. These projects are projects for citizens of the city or the county. It doesn't matter if they're black or they're white or they're Hispanic. If we go back to the past, there's always lots of money. There's certain things here, certain things there, certain things there. We're going back to the Some work well and some don't work well, but this No, I would never narrow my scope to that, Craig, but I would have had to have uh, earmuffs on or blinders on if me and you were sitting in the same meeting last week when we're talking about, about anywhere from five to six African-American kids that got shot and killed. And, and then to hear the cry out that we have nothing for our kids to do. I would have had to have earmuffs on. I'm not just talking. You you probably could never understand where I'm where I'm coming from because you're not sitting in 
in, in my uh, cultural arena, you could probably never understand where I'm to sit into a meeting like that. But you're of the opinion because no. primarily it's African Americans killing African Americans that I don't understand that. I've no, been in this community no, for 70 years. No, I'm not saying it in that sense. I'm and just saying with my crowd, what I'm saying. I know mamas and daddies and yeah. brothers and sisters. And, and you, and you advocated for all of them. They all hurt. And I have too. And I hurt when that happened. Yeah. Mayor, yeah. mayor. But all, all, all of Jamie, we're going to finish. All I'm saying to you is, and to the commission is, that, and to the manager more than anything, is, is the fact that, Going forward, I don't think there's anything much we could do right now with this situation, but it's a crowd out there, not just from Bill Collins, but you heard it for yourself. It's a crowd out there. I came back and I talked to the news about the fact that the timing might have not been right dealing with the waterfall because of the fact that we got this school, etc. But that has not changed. I came back and I talked with the manager about the fact that Julio Hill's out there still have the needs and asked, he said, I'll work on it and see about possibly making some things happen. And that said, I didn't have, have a clue to Mary. Went to him before I did. But we hear those crowds and I want them all to understand and know that uh, you should also, and I said it in the meeting the other day, you should also come up here and talk to Commissioner Dawson. And you should also come up here and talk to Commissioner Bojo. And also Cochran and yourself, as well as Randy. We, we hear you. But I invite them to this door. That's all I'm saying. I had every intentions of not being with this situation tonight, dealing with this here vote. But this is this is wrong. And it probably some of the things that I just said and you said need to came out tonight and I hope that all of us have heard you say this is wrong or this is Rome Rome Georgia okay manager has come in just one thing I, I neglected to mention earlier Commissioner Collins uh, talking about projects I neglected to mention we've got a four point I think two million dollar project um, in Banny Jones Park that's going to be first class. And again, I would speculate had we not had that opportunity, that's a project that we would have sought um, SPLOS dollars for. So just, just wanted to mention that. And the only other thing I would add, um, just to tag on to Andy, what's, what's before us tonight, this intergovernmental agreement is uh, part of the requirement and it is based on the committee recommendations. Um, we don't usually talk about this, but under the state constitution, um, the county controls um, the SPLOST uh, process um, based on how the law is written, and they call for the vote. And um, I think that's kind of what 
my understanding is is if, if we don't want to go along or get along with an agreement then I think we go back to a, a five year of some sorts and I guess we would get an allocation but I don't know I don't know exactly how that would look because that's just not that's not where we've not gone that path historically I would <clears throat> I would hope that we have all been heard. I would say to the group that we need to be unanimous on this, whichever way we do this. Thank you. Any other discussion? Just that uh, given that we're going to have uh, an election year for the city commission, I think we're going to have a, a better turnout. And you will also have an opportunity to vote for this lost. And so the city will have a, a lot of influence on this lost referendum. Thank you. Thank you. Any other discussion? I just would like to echo what Commissioner Collins said. You know, if you you can tell a lot about a community if they put their where they put their money. Um, the county's uh, SPLOS package accounts their their parks and rec is 15.6 percent of their SPLOS request, and ours is a little bit over five. And I'm glad you said quality of life, Commissioner McDaniel, because. How is it that the county is besting us in quality of life? I mean, put your money where your mouth is. If, if everybody's okay with this, I don't see, I'm, I'm confused about how we got here. Um, I, I thought it was relatively a clear direction that, maybe not, maybe it was split, but I know that the city commission for at least the whole time I've been here, three and a half years, we've been preaching quality of life, quality of life, quality of life. And 19% of our budget is going to buy a piece of property and running a sewer line. Why don't we, why don't we match that with our parks and rec and trails? I and mean, we just hired a new trails director. Commissioner Doss, you're always talking about trails. Are, are you happy with the amount of trail funding that is on this cost? In other words, zero, just about? Well, the, the boardwalk is a trail. Yeah, sure. Um, it just, you know, we, we, no wonder the citizens are confused. We say one thing and then we act another. It's very disappointing. And I personally, um, and I know that there is a, there is a desire to be united on this, but I, I, I will not support this lost. <clears throat> I have this question. We're talking about water and sewer expansion for Enterprise Corners, which has to go right out by Chulio Hills. And we're taking it out into the county. And I know this is about economic development, but we're taking water and sewer into the county for economic development. But we're, what we're telling our citizens in Chulio Hills is that they aren't worth couple million dollars to uh, put water and put sewer in in their in their community 
What we're telling them is that what they were promised 40 years ago still doesn't matter to the city. Um, I know that we will run our water and sewer as an enterprise fund. <clears throat> However, all the citizens out in Chulio Hill signed an agreement that they would tie into the water and sewer, I mean, into the sewer line. And that was downplayed so that it was not even considered. I'm, I'm a bit confused. And I don't want to talk about black and white, but I want to talk about promises that the city made. And the city has to stand by in order to be the city that it wants, it claims to be. Either we're going to provide the services that the city provides to all of our city residents, or we shouldn't talk about being a city that represents all of our people. Um, I'm just, I, I'm a bit confused. Um, I ask you if I could, you know, to answer that, that I did, that's why I talked to the city manager and I asked him that we do the Chulio Hills uh, sewer project, that we do take that back to committee, to, to water and sewer committee and let's find a way, see what we can do. It's been to committee several times. It's been to, over over the years. It's, it's been 30, 40 years, and it's still been in committee. Either we direct that to happen, or it'll be in committee for another 30, 40 years. So I'm, I'm, I'm still confused. Either we are going to do what we promised them that we would do when they, we annex them into the city, or we're just lying to those people out there, and that's not right. Either we as a commission direct that the money be spent to do that, or we're part of the big lie. I think that will come from the committee. That's not a part of the SPLOS package, because it failed, did fail to get that uh, particular part, did not pass the SPLOS. I think that I went to, I strictly went to Mr. Manager at that time and say, we need to go back, we need to do something. So that would be the city commission asking that that goes forward. Coming and that, and just like we do with everything else that comes from committee, that the committee, you know, they know that it would come and recommend that we do see what we need to do to make sure that we get the sewer to and you, and you have a consensus of all the commissioners that they're going to support that. Madam Mayor, well, that goes to committee. That's not a manager's call, as you heard him say yeah, earlier. Not his that, call. That that's he, why we ask him to take it. He had to go off the, the recommendation coming from the commissioner, and that falls under the water suit, and that's Bojo and Craig McDaniel, whoever else is on there with him. So, Mayor, we have a standing motion for an intergovernmental agreement. We do. I have not heard that. Yes, sir, and, we and, do. But we're going off in different directions and sharing opinions. And uh, um, yeah, this is part of the discussion. And I, and I, yes, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, that that was part of the SPLOS package that did not pass. And I think this is what this discussion is about. And that's why, you know, like again. We talked to Mr. Manager about it, where we could take it to get it apart, because we need to have the buy-in from our citizens to, to make sure that the SPAS pass. 
because you know we'll need we'll need um, voters to vote on this, and so we want them to know that you know we just we just have not it's not dead just because it didn't go through the SPLOS committee that you know we're taking it back to the city, and we do and we do our things by committee, and that would come through water and sewer committee. I think it's also worth noting that a majority of the city commission supported the water park. Madam Mayor, can I speak? Yes, ma'am. So right now when I'm looking at Alto Park, Etowah Park, Lockendam Park, North Floyd Park, Sharp Williams Park, Wolf Park, we have a lot of people who are crying out in the city that's saying, what about us? Right. So right now you've got a proposal for um, a splash pad, artificial turf, but the buses don't transfer out there to Alto Park, Etowah Park, Garden Lakes, North Floyd, Shag, and Wolf Park. So how are these going to benefit everybody in the city when they can't get there? The, the, the transportation department, we offered the county to take the buses to those places and other places in the county, and they didn't. They refused it. The county did? Yeah, because they would have to pay for it. <laughs> so then how is this going to benefit the city? It won't, but don't, we can't say that they won't. Hey, I'm proud of the county. I think they did a great job putting theirs together. Well, they did a lot better job than we did. <laughs> I just don't think we did. There was cost involved in running the buses to these parks. <clears throat> so our kids right now have absolutely no, re no recreation outside of school and no entertainment. So right now, they're looking at, and this I'm hearing, I'm repeating from the voters. They're saying now, how do you put together a splash package that does benefit the city and the county? I guess, we, Greg, we uh, Commissioner McDaniel, that was my point more so than anything having to do with race. It doesn't benefit any of our citizens not the kids and those kids got parents to vote for this splash and then they're sitting here and they're looking at us support something that doesn't support them we've been talking about a park for west rome and the need for a park for west rome for how many years and there's nothing in here that's going to help the kids in west rome to uh, have a place to go or a place to uh, play or or a splash pad or anything of that sort. So to me, my ward is completely neglected in this, in this um, outlay. Mr. Manager. Sir. I have that letter here that was circulated and talked to those commissioners about it. And five out of the nine signed this letter. Two of them would consider it if the, the uh, <clears throat> if the uh, came out of that splash committee for our families to have this fun place park. I keep I hate to keep hopping on that because I bought it as a citizen, but I was looking at it from the standpoint as a need for this community so all our kids and all our families could have a fun place to go. It wasn't anything.
for Bill Collins. <clears throat> but the majority of your commission supported that. So, Commissioner, the understanding that that I went to the SPLOS committee with is that we had city projects and we had citizen projects. And I think you and I had this conversation that as what I told the SPLOS committee is I did not have consensus on the splash park, not because we didn't have it, but because we didn't, I didn't ask. It wasn't voted upon. But if it made the list, obviously we would be back at the city talking about it. And, and, and I think Commissioner Davis, um, the night, I think her comments were she expected you would not have uh, brought, uh, she, you wouldn't have brought an application if you didn't suspect you had five votes of support. Another hour into that discussion, it was suggested that I could poll you guys because that weekend we were going to be in Savannah, and which I thought that was a great idea, but it did not make the list, and the committee ultimately voted no on the water park. Well, I, I was there that night, and I left, and I could have probably produced this letter. I could have produced that letter that night. But out of respect for Mr. Manager, I didn't, I didn't go there to put pressure on this Bloss Committee as a commissioner. You remember me and Ms. Beeman presented. It was as William Collins and Elena Beeman. Also out of respect for Mr. Manager, I try not to say anything that's not fair or right. You did tell me that Look, if the five commissioners say build that park, you'll find a way to get it done. Absolutely. And, and the place to get it done. That wasn't where we was coming from. We knew we got a lot of things that we got to do before that can happen. But it ain't so much about this water park as it is what you heard the Commissioner Beeman say and what you heard Commissioner Eskin say about and even yourself, Commissioner McDaniel, we need things for our city citizens right here in the city of Rome in the form of recreation. And like Commissioner Cochran said, the county did an excellent job taking care of their citizens out in the county. It just didn't happen up here in the city. And then we get the crowd like we had last week at the meeting that we had in the auditorium. Mr. Dahl, this is why we're still having this conversation, so we won't be faced with those kind of things again. <clears throat> Commissioner Collins, on the water park, uh, you've asked me twice about Off the interstate, where the city has spent money, I can see the profit and loss, all of the revenues, all of the expenses, what burden it's been to the taxpayers. If I could see that, then I would be opening open to having the next conversation about is that something we should do? You should do. That that process.
Cone Bridge, um, which I thought was the dumbest idea in the history of the city, and it got approved. Um, and it, I think it makes a little money now, but Stonebridge uh, is very viable because you've got about $80 million worth of property taxes being generated around it. Uh, you're not going to get a subdivision built around a water park. Um, you don't have competition there. It's a, it's a <coughs> recreational item that somebody's got to be finding. I think you, I think you missed a part of it, Commissioner McDaniel. Leesburg's two weeks ago. Leesburg, Alabama, fire today. So, but for a municipality to take on a project like that uh, and fund it, staff it, manage it, uh, if I could find something similar to the city of Rome in size and proximity to the interstate, I'd be very open for it. But until I see that, then, uh, you know, the school thing, Dr. Holland has, uh, he just told us tonight, I'm tired of fooling with this. I've told y'all all I know. <laughs> I would think if you poll the SPLOS committee himself, everything you just said would be totally irrelevant because that's not the case. I, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've been a businessman for quite some time, probably over 40 years. I don't just pull something out of the sky and say, yeah, you need to like this. That, that, that wouldn't be anything I would do, but I did. I, I okay, did. commissioners. Okay, if okay, if you are will, com I did commissioner. Have supporting numbers, uh, Craig, and I will be more than glad. It. I hope that you still open to what you're saying, and I, I'll Five get those. Of this yeah. No, they haven't seen it. They said they would support. I'm going to call. I'm going to call for the vote. Yeah, we do. We do have. We do have a motion on the floor uh, that, that we need to take care of this, and we can have this discussion. We can further this discussion about the water park and the performing all at a later time. But Mr. Clerk, if you will read the motion again, and then and call. Okay, call for the vote. Please. Motion uh, is fairly simple. It was made by Commissioner Dawson. It's to adopt the intergovernmental agreement uh, as presented, subject to the review and. and Attorneys, but uh, uh, the, the motion did not uh, reference any substantial changes from the document that was handed out tonight. And Commissioner McDaniel seconded it. Okay. That motion's on the floor. If you will. Commissioner Cochran? No. Go? Yes. Beeman? No. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? No. Collins? No. Yes. 
Let me ask you, I have a question for um, Mr. Attorney. Okay, now th if this fails, then we have to go back. You know, the Citizens Committee has already uh, been, they have been resolved, the work was done. Am I correct on that? Okay, now what happens with, okay, if th this uh, intergovernmental agreement does not pass? Okay, and, and with that, all these things for the our city police department, uh, even uh, everything would just go away. They do not have to allocate us one penny. Am I correct on that? They they will they will control 100% of the SPLOS money. Let me let me make sure I'm clear. They already control the, the county. The county under the constitution and laws, they choose. They have asked the city to participate. Yes. In this agreement. Yes. But if we don't enter into this agreement, these items here, one through nine, they do not have to give us one penny for any of that. Am I correct on that? Madam Mayor, let me just say this here while we're talking about this. I here. thought we were voting. But we can't discuss during voting. Right, God, just, just, just a minute, please. Okay, I'm getting clarification from the attorney. So that means, even though, okay, this is before us, they, okay, if this passed through the city, they have to allocate us these funds right here because we did pass the intergovernmental agreement. Am I correct on that? We do receive these funds. Am I correct? Okay, so. Okay, if the spouse passes, then we do get all these funds right here. Okay, if we do not agree and the spouse passed, then we don't get a penny. They do not have, am I correct on that? Okay, the funds that would have been. Let me just jump in, Madam Mayor. As I understand, because the, the spouse committee got to the point of having a five year, and then that's where we had the thought of. Um, the possibility of doing a six-year that would be dedicated to transportation. And so my hunch is they would probably go back to the five-year list that the committee was working on. And so we'd just have to revisit that. Madam Mayor, can I just say have a word? Let me, let me finish getting clarification. Okay. Will it go back to the five-year, but it would still, would it still have well, our items one through nine on here? There would be some items, but that, again, that would is the, be up to them. Is, Mr. Davis pointed out that'd be a county commission decision, not a city of Rome decision. Okay, not a city of Rome. Okay, commissioner. Okay. Madam Collins. Yes, sir. Let's just take a look at this for a second. Why do you think we're in this position? Why are we in this and position? And why, why you what do you think would change if we voted for it anyway? What would change if it passed? What would change if we just say rubber stamp this? Okay, let me ask you this. Why do you think you got these four people up here that's saying no to this? Because the county is saying no to you. Okay, the, okay, let's put it this way. The county 
they, okay, the items that they listed, as Commissioner Cochran said, they did a good job for putting, presenting their thing, what they wanted in the county. We, I guess if you could say go back as a city, didn't do a good job. However, these items on here, then we would be shooting ourselves in the foot because there's 550000 to uh, Eagle Park that we wouldn't get. There is, uh, what, $22 million for our new police facility that we wouldn't get, which was a part of our loss negotiation where, we, where the city gets 45.2% of, of the loss uh, from you, know, and the county gets their portion. But in, in order to follow through with that, we have to have our police out of uh, law enforcement by the end of the year, then, then we would be lost. You know, you know, where would we go? Where would our city police go? If, you know, and then, then we, we take the chance of losing the lost money as well, our portion, the city portion of the lost money, because then we would, we would have defaulted on what we put in that, that we agreed upon in that. And my, help me out, Mr. Mr. Uh, attorney. You're talking to me. Let me, let me try No, no, I want to make sure. No, no, I'm putting out fact, but I want to make sure that I'm giving you the sure correct facts. I'm understanding you. No. You don't really think I would set up here and not have the feelings of the ones that have been just totally not even represented, do you? Uh, Mr. Commissioner, I represent everybody as well. No, and, and, and I get those phone calls. So, no, I, you know, no, I want to do what's, and, and this is what we have, I want to do what's best for all of our citizens, everybody. And I want to make sure we for all, all of our citizens. We all do. You're absolutely right, but you're asking me, I mean, you're saying four to four. I'm getting clarification I am a from. I city representative. City absolutely, you, you're absolutely right, city. And do, do we want our city police? To, you know, where, where would they go? That, no, I'm just asking, where would our city police go? It doesn't matter. We can't build a $22 million facility uh, by the end of the year anyhow. But no, but we, we, no, but we got to find some place to go. Let me, let me ask you this. For the ones that came for Eagle Park, what would happen with that? Uh, with our um, Enterprise Corner? No, but I'm here for everybody, and I understand everybody. Everybody, but even in the city, you know, I, you, you know, you have to look at the breakdown. But I want, I want them to be fair. I want every one of our parks here in the city to be just as nice as as what they have in the county. Look I at, want all of our city. Yeah, that, that, that's what's on the spot. Look at that page. Though. But but we didn't we didn't present that. I say, look at this page here. I, I, okay, I it see. It says Eagle Park. Yes, sir. Okay, now look at the rest of those items up there. It explains to you. That's sewage expansion. It explains to you new police radios. It explains to you Ridge Fair ramp replacement. What does it say about Eagle Park? Not That's a exactly thing. What Charles Love Not a thing. Ab exactly. Absolutely. He, but uh, Mr. Love, but he, he got he only asked for fifty thousand when he came in. And yeah, but we it was amended, not we. I was sitting there listening. It was amended to five hundred and fifty thousand. So that, there at Eagle Park, that's five hundred thousand more than what he asked for. I, I, I see what's on this, but it, the city police, the city police, they protect the citizens of of, of the city of Rome. Uh, Ridge Ferry Park Boardwalk, that's for the citizens of the city of Rome, Ridge Ferry ramp replacements, 
That's for the residents of the city of Rome. The clock tower repair, that's for the citizens of the city of Rome. The Highway 411 water expansion and real estate infrastructure, that's for the city of Rome. Because that's not only for the city, but we, we, the school board talked about that. That's, you know, that. that's economic development. So we have to be ready for all of our citizens. I am the first advocate, you know, and I'm, I'm somebody here, to make sure that all of our citizens, all of our citizens, are, are, are uh, that, that they get what's needed. Look, I am, I am a product of change. I'm not going to turn my back on the people that look like me. <laughs> I'm going to fight, and I'm going to, and snigger if you want, but, but I'm going to fight for them just as well. Now, okay, now I want you to think this. We sat down there in caucus, and we talked about our Rome Middle School. Talked about citizens for, our, for uh, you know, for, you know uh, a new facility for our, our students of the city of Rome. The breakdown of our students at the city of Rome Middle School it, it, what's the breakdown of, don't, don't mind, just, okay, uh, Dr. Holland, can you tell me the percentage of our citizens of, of the city of Rome? Okay, thank you. We're there to support every student in that, in that city school, no matter what you look like or what, where you come from. You are, we have to be bigger than this. We have to be concerned with everybody. Yes, we want to build up our parks that we're in the lower income areas, or you want to say predominantly where, where, our, where minorities are. Yes, we do. I want every citizen, no matter what you look like, to have the, the same rights that the person next to you have, no matter what, you know, skin color, your nationality, or what. We have to stop getting in our feelings. We have to fight for what is right. We are fighting for citizens of Rome. My vote is yes. You can be upset with me if you want, but I'm doing what I feel is best for the city of Rome. Motion carries. And I still love everybody. You can be mad at me, but I, I still love you no matter what. entire committee. Okay, I think that's it's on me at this time. I think I've, uh, Mr. Attorney, is that all you have? Thank you. Uh, under my time, I have two things. The Joint Services Committee will meet Tuesday, August the 1st at 9 a.m. in the Sam King Room. And I want to say thank you to everyone that came out to our first conversation on gun violence on last Tuesday. I appreciate the support that you all showed. But, you know, we're not going to solve anything in just one meeting. Our next meeting is scheduled for, and we did have some over the weekend, and I want to say thank you for those that came out and supported the first annual uh, Kevin Harper uh, gun violence awareness as well. Our next conversation here in the city auditorium will be held on August the 22nd at, at 6 o'clock. We are pu uh, putting committees together. We you know, do have a lot of people calling me because things like with the gyms, there are two gyms that are sitting that people want to use. So I've already reached out to the city manager about what we can do in trying to find risk managers that will, that will be willing to take on um, that so we can open that gym for our citizens here in Rome, Georgia. There are other committees that we're working on. But like I said, it, it is not an elected officials. 
problem. It is not a police department problem. It is not a school problem. It is not a church problem. It is a we problem. So it's going to take all of us working together to get to, to take hold. And, and we're going to have to start with at home. We're going to have to start with parents, too. So I mean, this, you have to be willing to be in it for the long haul. So no matter where I sit next year, whether I'm in this seat or that seat, or I'm in no seat at all up here, I'm in it for the long haul. Commissioner Cochran. Uh, no reports, Madam Mayor. Thank, Thank you. you, sir. Commissioner Bojo. Community redevelopment will meet uh, this Wednesday, July 26, 2.30 in the Sam King Room, and water and sewer will meet on uh, Thursday, August 3rd, 9 a.m., also in the Sam King Room, and that concludes my report. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Beeman. Uh, the Public Works Transit... Traffic and Transit Committee will meet Wednesday, August the 9th at 10 o'clock a.m. in the Sam King Room. And that concludes my report, Madam Mayor. Thank you, ma'am. Commissioner Doss. No report, Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Quick. Just a couple of meeting announcements. The Downtown Development Authority will meet Thursday, August 10th, 8.30 a.m. in the Carnegie Training Room. And the Rome Floyd County Planning Commission will meet Thursday, August 3rd, 2.30 p.m. in the Sam King Room. That concludes my report, Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Askew. Um, Solid Waste Commission will meet tomorrow, June 25th at 8.30 in, in the Sam King Room. Um, Madam Mayor, I'd like to take a point of personal privilege right now. Um, you heard the... Um, you know, the man, uh, the citizen, talked about what happened in caucus last week. Uh, it is in, it's important for me to address the events on July 10th, 2023. Employees, employees, whether in the private or public sector, should be able to have concerns addressed fairly and without fear of repercussions. To that end, my attempt to ask three questions to the city manager and the city attorney were taken out of context. In the meeting on April 10, 10, 2023, I asked three questions. The three questions were, are city commissioners subject to the personnel policy? And I asked that because in Mr. Archer's report, he stated he referred extensively, extensively to the personnel policy while investigating Commissioner Cochran's actions. City Attorney Davis responded that we are not sub subject to the policy. He said that Mr. Archer used a policy to determine if Mr. Cochran had violated the city charter. My, uh, my response to that was that Mr. Cochran had voiced his concerns before a less public meeting, but nothing came of it. The second question was, if this is a city policy, why was it not approved by the city commissioners and who actually wrote and approved it? The response was that the city commissioners are not allowed to be part of personnel decisions, so we cannot approve or disapprove, disapprove of the personnel policy. The third question was, since the personnel policy specifically exempts the city manager, how would a city employee file a complaint against the city manager? The first answer was that the employee would go to human resources manager. I responded that the human resources manager reports directly to the city manager. It was then said that the um, employee would go to the mayor, and I questioned this answer also. What if the mayor was aware of the violation and failed to report it? Would that be an ethics violation on, this, on that particular mayor or any commissioner who knew about a um, complaint against or a violation by the city manager. Um, as we left that meeting, I, we in, inquired of City Attorney Andy Davis of what we should say about the particular meeting. 
and he responded that we didn't have to offer any explanations. Later that evening, I posed some of these questions to a fellow commissioner who was not present at the meeting. On Friday of that week, Mr. Rich wrote in his weekly update that, quote, an undercurrent of commissioners wanted to take over the personnel matters of the city. That could not have been further from the truth. These were questions for my personal education. They were not personnel questions, but policy questions. The questions mentioned last week that were presented by Commissioner Collins had already been published in the newspaper. Finally, to present a letter that insinuates that the acceptance of a settlement that four commissioners voted for would compromise their integrity was, is laughable. I feel that the employees of the city are owed an apology because the four commissioners considered and voted for a settlement in the first place. And then you owe our, your fellow commissioners and the city of Rome an apology for inaccuracies in the said letter. Despite the veracity of my statements, I regret that some of the language that I used was out of order. I certainly do not wish to be among the kind of elected officials that expresses their opinions in inappropriate ways such as these. I apologize to the citizens of the city of Rome for my language, but I do not, do not apologize for being upset with the way that was handled. Thank you. I'm, that's all, Ms. Madam Mayor. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Collins. Thank you, Madam Mayor. On committee on committee, the landmarking committee appoints uh, motion to appoint former Mayor Abby McNeese. I put that in the form of a motion. Second. Yeah, I have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Yeah, here now, Mr. Clark, if you will, call the roll. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. 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 Alls? Yes. Quick? Yes. Yes. Collins? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Motion carries. Thank you. Hey, Daniel. Okay, well, thank you. Well, if there's nothing else to come before the commission tonight at 925 a.m., we're adjourned. Thank you. Like it just started. Ah, it just started.